Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that the moon controls the release of methane in the Arctic Ocean. Ancient forces dredge secrets from beneath the seabed undulating stimuli unearthing memories of a long-buried past. Rising and falling with the passing tide, dark shadows threaten to break free from subterranean prison cells, shifting pressures blossoming cracks across crumbling, ill-fitting barricades. We hold our breath and pray that the waters will hold them. This poem is inspired by research published in Nature Communications, which has found that the moon helps to control the release of methane from the Arctic Ocean. The total amount of methane in the atmosphere has increased dramatically over the past few decades, and while some of this is a direct result of anthropogenic, i.e. human-made emissions from fossil fuels, other sources are not as well understood. Methane is stored in sediments on the sea floor, concentrated in the form of hydrates, crystalline ice structures that stay stable under high pressure and in low temperatures. Several studies suggest that as the ocean warms, these hydrates might melt and potentially release methane into the ocean waters and then ultimately into the atmosphere. As such, exactly how this methane escapes into the ocean is of great importance and scientists have now discovered that the moon may play a prominent part in this release. The moon's gravitational pull generates something called the tidal force. This tidal force causes the Earth and its bodies of water to bulge out on the side closest to the Moon and the side farthest from the Moon, and these bulges of water are what are known as high tides. By using an instrument called a piezometer, the researchers in this study were able to measure the pressure and temperature of the water inside the pores of the seafloor sediment just off the western coast of the Svalbard Islands in the Arctic Ocean. They found that sediments within a metre from the seafloor are vulnerable to even slight pressure changes, Low tide means less pressure and a higher intensity of methane release from these sediments, while high tide equals higher pressure and a lower intensity of the release. These measurements were made in an area of the Arctic Ocean where no methane release has previously been observed, implying that the estimation of methane gas emissions in the Arctic may currently be underestimated. Furthermore, as the region that was studied was many hundred metres below sea level, changes in pressure can increase methane emissions from the sediment into the Arctic Ocean, without releasing the gas into the atmosphere due to the water depth. However, it is unclear if this would also be true in shallower sites, where the possibility that methane will be emitted into the atmosphere is much greater. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Ancient forces dredge secrets from beneath the seabed, undulating stimuli unearthing memories of a long-buried past. Rising and falling with the passing tide, dark shadows threaten to break free from subterranean prison cells, shifting pressures, blossoming cracks across crumbling, ill-fitting barricades. We hold our breath and pray that the waters will hold them.
this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Low Tide by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Edna St. Vincent Millay was an American poet and playwright born in Rockland, Maine in 1892. After graduating from Vassar, Millay moved to New York City's Greenwich Village, where she lived with her sister. Millay published poems in Vanity Fair, The Forum and others, whilst writing short stories and satire under the pen name Nancy Boyd. In 1923, Millay was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for her collection, The Ballad of the Harpweaver. Her other collections include Fatal Interview, published in 1931, Huntsman, What Quarry, published in 1939, and Mind the Harvest, published in 1954. Millay died at her home in 1950, at the age of 58. Low Tide, by Edna St. Vincent Millay. These wet rocks where the tide has been, barnacled white and weeded brown, and slimed beneath to a beautiful green, these wet rocks where the tide went down, will show again when the tide is high, faint and perilous, far from shore, no place to dream but a place to die, the bottom of the sea once more. There was a child that wandered through, a giant's empty house all day, house full of wonderful things and new, but no fit place for a child to play. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.